it, nigga. You got it. You got it. Yeah, little nigga, you got it. You got it. You got it. Yeah, little buddy, you got it. I believe in me. I know I can be. Whatever red is he got for me. Ain't no stopping me. Cause you know I got it. I got it. Yeah, little buddy, I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, hey, that nigga, I got it. I get it, I got it. I want it, I cop it. You come help me get it, we divvy the profit. They gon' make a deposit. Now tell me who gon' stop it, bet I'm gon' be poppin'. Cause I'm fly like a robin. Twiddle D, twiddle dummies, you dumb in the noggin. We be pimpin' and mobbin'. Bitch, I'm cold as a hockey. Remember when he told you he would leave? Told you that it wasn't meant to be? Now you got the finest rim and weave. Booty growing big as it can be. Booty full and smart on speaking facts. Niggas lining up to pay the tax. Combo number three, you like a snack? Now that nigga try to get you back. Remember when she said that you was broke? Ain't believe the plan cause you was woke. Now you big and now she see the growth. Got your bank account about to blow. When you drown in water, get too deep. Keep working, never know what you can be. I swear you ain't got up believing me. I got support from all the hidden leaf. Now, didn't I tell you them niggas was gonna try you? They gonna tell you you ain't fine enough. They gonna tell you your whip ain't riding enough. But I tell you, you got it. Yeah, little nigga, we got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah, little nigga, we got it. I believe in me. I know I can be. Whatever red is he got for me. Ain't no stopping me. Cause you know I got it. I got it. Yeah, little buddy, I got it. Yo, man. I got it. Let me speak to one side of the that nigga, I got it. In a day, one shit poppin' but some overrated and baka. Fit can't cop it, designer ain't rockin'. Band make them damn wasn't in my pockets. Hatin' our music didn't make no profit. I was blind from the dollar, couldn't window shopping. Band old studio didn't have an option. Pot on the store wasn't the only thing rockin'. Oh, dread on the head, how I loved it. Oh, 2010 got a rocket. Oh, out of the Edmund shine like a chandelier. Fur bell, fur clay, I'm the only What it do, what it does, what it does, what it does, what the business be like. <laughs> Hey, what's happening, man? It's the BTSC 365 Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in, hey, it's a special edition. It's the, the first podcast of what we've been dubbed as having as a Black History Month. So, I'm excited, enthused, and hey, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Alright, so I know a lot of people have been wanting to hear what I had to say about this uh this this past game that was played on Sunday, February second. <laughs> they call it the Super Bowl of the National Football League. I'm still drinking, hold on. And uh yeah. Uh I'm still trying to get over that. I can't even fly. If if you're listening to this show, You've been listening long enough. You know I'm a 49ers fan. Don't hide that. But that was a tough loss, man. I mean, we had some great moments. We were up 20 to 10. Eight minutes left. I'm like, eh. People calling me. I blame me. People calling me. And I answered them. But I was telling them at the same time, hey, the game ain't over yet. The game ain't over yet. And we didn't score when we had that possession. We were up 20 to 10. And we let it go. We just let it slip away. Sherm was getting his ass ate up out there by Sammy Watkins. Them inside releases was killing Sherm. The refs didn't give us no... They, they didn't help us. That offensive pass interference on George Killer at the end of the second half, garbage. 
garbage. That was a terrible call. Terrible call. Saints fans everywhere are asking, where was that call when they played the Vikings and they lost? Where was the call? Um, Robert Sala not giving Sherman no help over the top. I'm still confused about that one. Like, I'm still like, why Why wasn't he getting the help that he needed? We know he needed the help. He ain't never been fast. He needed that help. But it was a great season, you know. I... I Patrick Mahomes was looking very regular. Let me let me get that out the way. Referees weren't calling holding and a lot of stuff. They didn't call the helmet to the crown. I mean, the, you know, the helmet to helmet on Jimmy G. That's true. But our defense, for the most part, they stepped up. Now, when they started doing their hurry-up offense with eight minutes left, it was over with. Yeah, it was, it was over with. It was over with. It was over with. That's, that's when the game ended right there. You know, so I um, – Hats off to the Chiefs. They did it. They they did what they needed to do. Shanahan took his foot off the gas. He stopped running the ball again. Jimmy overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. It was a lot. It was just a lot, man. And I ain't gonna lie. This this is a tough one. Bosa played his heart out. He got held a few times. They didn't call it. Eric Armstead got held a couple of times. They didn't call it. But you got to take the game at the referee's hands. It's just what you got to do. Patrick Mahomes looked super regular out there until it was eight minutes left. Then he started looking great. Then they gave him the MVP. Well, the voters gave him the MVP. I don't know why. Maybe they were hating because Damian Williams was the real MVP of the game. The running back. Yeah, he was definitely the MVP. He kept the chains moving, and and they ran the ball consistently. They consistently ran the ball, something that everybody was expecting San Francisco to do. The Chiefs did it. So, hats off to them. Whatever. <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm done taking the slander. I'm still not watching sports television because I know all week they're still going to be talking about that. And I'm I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. It's done for. It happened, okay? It happened. Got to take that L. I predicted the final score to be 31-20 to 20, San Francisco. I'd be damned if it wasn't 31-20 to 20, the Chiefs. My brother going to text me, you had the score right, wrong team. I almost cussed him out. <laughs> almost cussed him out. He almost got one. But it's all good. We'll be back in the hunt <clears throat> Excuse me, next year. Got a solid team, solid foundation. A lot of people weren't expecting this from us this year. I was. You know, I, I was. I saw the talent. I saw what could be done. So we got another year to build off of it. And, and, and you know, defense remains intact for the most part. Um, it's going to be a couple of key pieces we might be missing, like Eric Armstead. Jimmy Ward might be – he might he might mess with us just because, hey, he didn't have a lot of injuries. And we let him we let him keep coming around and keep coming around. He finally had a semi-decent season as far as health. So, you know, we shall see. But congrats to all of those guys who fought hard, played hard, and all that. And shout-out to my people that was down there covering the game in Miami. Three-point conversion. They did their thing down there. Who knows? Next year, Big might be in Tampa for the game. You know, that's 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 the plans. That's what we that's what we looking to do. So we gonna keep it moving. We gonna keep going. Greater Heights. You did. Shout out to the XFL too. They start this weekend. So everybody who want football still, the XFL will be in full effect on the eighth. So yeah, Saturday. 
Get your popcorn ready. That's a T.O. reference. Speaking of T.O., him and, him and Donovan McNabb had a couple of, had an interesting week last week when McNabb said he didn't throw up in the huddle and he wasn't sick and it was T.O.'s kind of fault that the team broke up. T.O. blaming McNabb. Like, man, y'all just get over it, man. Like, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. T.O. a Hall of Famer, one of the best ever. McNabb, you were great for your time. You're not going to be in the Hall of Fame, but hey. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. I'll be right back. Right, right back. Like, right back. So don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. Yo, if you feeling this episode or any other episode, I want you to go ahead and hit that like button. And also, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the follow button. I don't care if you listening on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, wherever it may be, show your boy some love. And hey, write a review too. You dig? Everybody needs them five stars out there. You hear me? I ain't just talking about Uber and Lyft. <laughs> hey, it's the BTSE 365 Podcast. We got more coming up for you. You dig? Last week was emotional for a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, America, the world really, was mourning the loss of one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen. And uh, somebody that we started seeing more of in the last few years in a different light. And that was, you know, the passing of Kobe Bryant and six, I'm sorry, eight other people, including his daughter Gigi, who was marking her own path as a young girls basketball player with aspirations of going to UConn and you had the pilot and one of the assistant coaches for Kobe's Mamba team and uh parents from the team. It was it, other kids, man, it was it was a sad, sad, sad thing. And it's still sad. Like like to just think about Kobe Bryant was killed in a helicopter, man. It was some rich that's some rich nigga stuff right there now. Cause that ain't, he didn't go out regular, but still, you know what I'm saying? Damian Lillard said when he heard the news, he was walking in the church, and he thought, you know, still, you know, man, Kobe going to walk out of this with his daughter, you know what I'm saying? Because Kobe was like a superhero to a lot of people. Like, you just think, man, Kobe going to make it through. And uh, it's sad, man. It's still it's still unfortunate. Like, the, the, the support that people have shown for Kobe over the last week or so, um, his wife, um, his other kids, man, it's, it's, it's been crazy. Well, not crazy in a bad way, but it's been, like, crazy great. Like, it, it's amazing how, you know, that guy has pulled so many people together. And um, you got players who had plenty of tributes on their shoes. Um, NFL players for the Super Bowl had, you know, special cleats. It was, it was great. Rappers. Um, entertainers everywhere around the globe. Everybody been showing mad respect for for the Mamba, the Black Mamba, and uh, I'm gonna continue to show my respect. But I had to, I, I have to speak on how people have taken this time, especially a couple of women in the media. One that's a, a writer for a newspaper or something like that, who was suspended, by the way. And then you have Gail King, who's continuing the works of her homegirl, Oprah Winfrey, 
um, as far as bashing these black men that have, I, I guess you would say, a checkered past or whatever, um, without being an equal opportunist when it comes to other well-known European descendants that have sexual misconduct or rape or whatever the, the, the case may be with any of them. They tend to point out what's going on with these brothers. So, Gail King had a sit-down with Hall of Famer Lisa Leslie, and she was slick trying to bait her into, you know, saying some stuff. Like, like it was, it, you just have to hear it for yourself. Hold on. I got you. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. Mm -hmm. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm -hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he's longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time, it, it's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to, it went to trial. Yeah, but the case, is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. Now, I said this when I did, when me and, when me and my boy Too Bleasy did our, our Kobe tribute show last week, the day it happened, that it's going to be people who going to come out and act like this. You hear how she was trying to get, she was like trying her damnness to get Lisa Leslie to, to say something. Like, please say something that's going to help keep pushing this narrative. The case was dismissed. She was a friend of his, and she said they used they done been to the same club a couple of times, and he wasn't ever on that. You know, you know how you know how it is. He wasn't ever on that. He wasn't on. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Go go holler at old gal for me. Tell her to you know, tell her it's me, Kobe. You know, he wasn't on that. He wasn't on that. He fucked off one time. That's what happened. He fucked off one time. In Colorado when he was training. He didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Hell, the guy was fucking other dudes within, you know, 15 hours, they say. The other DNA in her. Before or after. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, I just know that's what the report said. It was other DNA found in her. Other than him. So. Let it go, Gail. Let it go. What are you, what is like, all these years since then, you know, you had your, you had plenty of opportunities to, to try to get an interview with him or Lisa Leslie or anybody else that was a friend of his to speak on that situation. 
But now you want to say, oh, he got a complicated past because of that. The fuck out of here, Gail King. The fuck out of here. Like, it's disgusting. It's distasteful. And it's, 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 it's just fucked up, for lack of a better term. It's just fucked up. And I, I'm, I'm not here for it. I'm, I'm not here for it. I don't understand. I don't get how people want to use this as an opportunity to, to come for a person in the afterlife. Like, that's, that's sickening. You know, it's worse than, it's damn near just as bad as TMZ reporting that he was dead without his wife being notified or without anybody giving him the okay, even though they swerving down somebody from Kobe's camp, supposedly. the fuck out of here. You know, like, <sighs> some people, man, some, some people, some people, some people. I don't even know how to. I, I can't even really. There's not even a segue to this, to this next one. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to say that she bogus, bogus as hell. And while you got people out here having tributes and all that, like I mentioned, Dame Lillard earlier, like Dame went out and scored forty-eight, <laughs> like. On the Lakers, in the Staples Center, the night, you know, the first game they played since Kobe's passing. Talking about torched them. Dropped 5 to 8 on their head. Hit like six, seven threes. First player to ever have six, ga- six straight games with six three-pointers made. You know what I'm saying? 48, 34, 34, 51. 45, like he out here, man, the boy out here on a, on a real historic tear, like for real, he, he said that it can't, his, his Mamba mentality is, is instilled from when he says Kobe sat, sat down beside him at the end of the bench during the All-Star game, during his first All-Star game, and, uh, he just told him, you know, you're supposed to be here. He was mad because he hadn't been playing in that All-Star game. I think he only played like eight minutes. But he was like, okay, I'm 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 ready. You you should be here. Like, don't be down here on no, you know what I'm saying, with your head down and all that. He was like, just keep working and you're gonna be here. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what's happened. That's what's happened. So, 48-10 and 10 against the Lakers. 41 against the, no, nah, 51 against the Jazz. He only put up 21 against the, uh, against the Nuggets, I think. So, you know, he having a high streak. He, had, he, on, he on a crazy little stretch right now. And I'm all here for it. And, and speaking of more NBA talk, um, Man, you know, Steph Curry and, and, and old John Morant, rookie of the year, they had a nice little, nice little healthy back and forth between themselves, discuss, debating this Andre Iguodala situation. If you hadn't been keeping up, Iguodala and the, the, the Grizzlies, quote-unquote, mutually determined that it would be best that he not play for them and if they can't find a trade partner or they might just release him. But it's really because Iguodala thought the Grizzlies was going to be the boo-boo and he didn't want to play for him. And now they actually in the eighth seed in the West. 
Um, not for long. <clears throat> Excuse me. Shout out to Portland. Um, but, you know, Dylan Brooks, one of the young players on the Grizz, he said he can't wait till they find – he hoped they find a trade partner for Iguodala so they can play him and he can show him what he's missing. Ja retweeted it with a look, you know, silhouette of the, you know, speaking like, yeah, he with that. Curry tweeted something like Iguodala holding his MVP trophy with the with the emoji with the finger over his mouth, like be quiet, youngin. Shit. Ja come back with the with the picture of KD holding the MVP trophy, like, you know, with the with the with the shrug, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't scared. He said, I'm a fan. He said, I was a fan, I am a fan, but I ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't scared. He, he ain't, this ain't too big for him. This ain't too big for him. So, so I'm ready to see them play. Whenever they get on the court, I'm ready to see that. And I hope Jod get a career high 50 points on that man head. For real, though. Like, like yeah. Excuse me, this Miller High Life got your boy... Belton, I'm drinking early. I'm drinking, I'm drinking early. And I'm going to tell you why I'm drinking right now. A little, in, a, in a second, in a second, in a second, in a second. But, you know, when I come back, because I got I to take another break, I got to pay these bills, right? When I come back, I'm going to be talking to y'all about how a team in MLB, in the MLB, done traded a Cy Young, and, a Cy Young Award winner and a former MVP at the same damn time. I'll be right back. Blockbuster trades. And we got one in the NBA, too. Be right back. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. What's up, world? What's up, world? Hey, are you tired of seeing the same old billboards on the side of the road when you're driving up and down the interstate? I know I am. But if you're looking for a new wave to get your message across out there in the world, holler at my people over at Upkeep Ads. That's right. Upkeep Ads offers advertising in a versatile format. Their mobile digital billboard is not only used as an effective way for outdoor advertising, but it's also portable. Yeah, you can take it inside to use it for messages at conferences or events to stream content indoors as well. It's great for outdoor advertising for political campaigns, grand openings, and a lot of other events. So contact my people over at upkeepads at gmail.com. That's up. K-E-E-P-A-D-S at gmail.com or you can give them a call 901-701-7226 Tell them Big sent you Memphis 10, Memphis 10 What's happening? Look, check it out If you out there and you looking for a new hairstylist Look no more My good friends over at Hair Major Got you covered I'm talking, look, they got your natural hairstyles Your braids, your extensions Haircuts, shaves, and hair color. So, if you're on the ground, follow them right now. Hair Major. That's right. Hair, M-A-E, underscore J-O-R. Or if you want to book an appointment, go to hairmajor.as.me. That's hair, M-A-E-J-O-R, dot A-S, dot M-E. And if you're still just on the book, facebook.com forward slash hair major. Major spelled M-A-E-J-O-R. You will not, shall not be disappointed. And make sure when you book your appointment, let them know Big sent you. Now, I know I got a lot of Memphis listeners, so I know Memphis, Tennessee in the building. Hair Major, located in Cordova, Tennessee. Book your appointments today. Tell them Big sent you, man. I'm out. Peace.
Okay, okay, okay. We back for the last segment of the day. Now, I mentioned some big trades in the NBA and in Major League Baseball. I'm going to go to the NBA first. The Houston Rockets got Robert Covington, TSU's own Robert Covington. He back in Houston. He played there for a short time a few years ago. And they traded Clint Capella to the Atlanta Hawks as part of a 14-12-player deal on Tuesday night. Now, all in all, this is what happened. The Timberwolves get Evan Turner and some dude named Jared Vanderbilt that played for Denver. The Nuggets get uh, Shabazz Napier, Keita Bates-Diop, Noah Vonley, and an injured Gerald Green who they probably finna wave. Atlanta gonna get Nene. You know, Nene Hilario, Nene. That's it. Um, Houston is going to get Jordan Bell, a 2024 second-round pick, and Robert Covington. Um, Atlanta is going to waive Chandler Parsons and his expiring contract to create roster space to complete the, the four-team trade. So the Rockets keep flexibility with $12 million in cap space. Um, they can add a player now and take on a player for assets. And... This all happened because Minnesota didn't complete the deal to get D'Angelo Russell. They were trying to do a D'Angelo Russell, Andrew Wiggins, but it didn't. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. So Capella also is now with the with the Hawks. I said they only got, but yeah, they got they got Clint Capella in Atlanta. I mean, I don't know who won. I really don't know who won it. I really don't know. Atlanta get a center. This is kind of dynamic that they can match up with Trey Young and they got John Collins, who's athletic. Um, it'll make for a lot more highlights, I guess. I'm sure they'll probably wave Nene. And Houston gets Robert Covington, a, a much-needed wing defender, a 3-and-D type guy. So, you know, Jordan Bell can play small ball center. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. But I'm not really concerned about that trade. I'm more concerned about... I'm sorry, y'all. I ain't crying. I ain't crying. I ain't, I ain't crying. Okay, I am a little bit. I'm more concerned about this other trade in MLB. My Boston Red Sox couldn't reach a long-term agreement with 2018 MVP Mookie Betts. And they trying to shed salary like a mother right now. So they had to get rid of 2012 Cy Young and winner David Price and Mookie Betts. They traded both of those guys to the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't even know what we getting for them, honestly. Like, I'm not, I'm, okay. Okay, 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 here it is. Betts to the Dodgers and, and Price. For a package that includes a promising young outfielder, Alex Verdugo. Yeah, I mean, Verdugo. I, I don't know. That is it. it. The trade also got the Minnesota Twins in it, who are going to be sending a, a pitcher prospect, Bruce Dog I I'm butchering these names to the Red Sox. And... Uh, then they're going to get Kenta Maeda from the Dodgers. I thought we was going to get Kenta Maeda. Golly. 
Man. Paraphrasing, this is coming from uh, ESPN's Bill Barnwell. Paraphrasing, but after the A's traded Ricky Henderson and Bill, Bill James wrote something like, the whole point of having a team is to get a Ricky Henderson and keep him for as long as possible. That's the first thing that came to mind about the Mookie Best trade. Like, you fucking trade the MVP from 2018. You drafted him. You have him. He's a five-tool player playing for your franchise. He won a ring with you. And you trade them? No. You see the A's. The A's I, okay. Okay. Here's my here's, here's the thing. Not the A's. But the. Uh, I'm thinking that they're looking at it from a standpoint like this. They didn't make the playoffs with him last year. Not necess- not his fault. Um, starting pitching was very shaky. You got Chris Sale who was injured and in and out of rotation. And David Price was iffy. But. But. You signed him. Mike Trout got signed, extended. The A's wasn't finna trade him, let him go nowhere. You signed him. If it costs 400 million, you pay 400 fucking million dollars. But I'm happy for Mookie Betts. Happy for Mookie Betts. Glad he out of Boston. Boston, the Red Sox about to make me not be a fan of theirs no more. I'm saying it on record. I've texted to a few friends, but I'm dead ass serious. It's bullshit. You got one of the best young, talented players in the fucking league. Should be the face of your franchise, and you don't re-sign him. You give him what you what he wants, and you work the other shit out. But hopefully now, since Mookie is in L.A., City of Angels, he'll be appreciated more. There's more stars out there. They know how to treat stars in L.A. So I'm going to buy me a, a, a L.A. Dodgers fitted or a snapback real soon because I, I, I rocks with Mookie Betts. I rock with Mookie Betts. And it don't hurt that he from Middle Tennessee just like David Price, who Price also went to Vandy. Betts was originally committed to go to UT before he just said, fuck it, I'm going to just go pro. Um, damn. Damn, damn, damn. Before I get out of here, though, I want to thank y'all, everybody, for listening, rocking with me today. Um, black history fact for the day 1871 the Fisk Jubilee singers go over to London and sing for the Queen herself Queen Victoria now you gotta remember I just said 1871 slavery wasn't ended that long before that now you know but the way they were singing they were singing all those hymns and spirituals and shit and everybody was liking how it sounded because it was unique it was it was different you know what black folks saying they put that extra sauce on it they were singing that traditional shit and they said nah fuck that we gonna start singing like this they went from singing to singing so you know they started singing doing their thing and they had to go by boat over to England I can only imagine with these black folks on a boat, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, we got to go on a boat. Oh, no. At that time, especially these black folks to this day that ain't trying to get on no boat because of that. And just think how they was feeling. Like, man, these folks finna fuck us over on this boat, man. We gonna get over there and we ain't coming back. But, so they got over there. The queen liked them so much. Had heard, you know, how they were singing and said, you all must be 
from the music city over there. You must come from the music city. So that's how Nashville, legend has it, that's how Nashville really got the name Music City. Not because of all that country music y'all think. Mm -mm. It's because of the Jubilee Fisk singers. So, black history fact. Oh, also, on this day in black history, uh, February 5th, 1988, um, there was a, 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 a a person born, <laughs> a king was born, as they say, a great man uh, by the name of Christopher Taylor. That is I, I am him, I'm him. You know what I'm saying? That's me. So, uh, man, to anybody listening, I hope you're listening. This, this is, it would be a birthday gift to me if you're listening. Um, I want to say thank you to my mama and my dad who, who gave me life. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate Ellis and Betty for, for getting together and knocking the boots and making me. So, man, I appreciate all the calls, the texts, the Facebook uh, shout-outs, the Twitter, IG, all that, man. I, I appreciate it all. Um, and, yeah, I celebrate all month. So today's the special day, but all month long I'm celebrating. So if you want to cash app your boy, uh, dollar sign, BTSE365, you can send your boy some birthday money. Because, uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm celebrating all month. Also, a uh, birthday shout-out to my partner, JP. His birthday today after mine. Then shout-out to my guy who does all my merch, Donald, down there in Memphis at Lifestyle Screen Printing. His birthday next week. So, yeah, we turning up all month long. Oh, yeah, shout-out to my nephew. <laughs> I ain't done. I'm going to do another show before he's born, but my nephew will be here uh, February 17th. Shout-out to Omari. He gonna be in the building. Can't wait to meet him. So yeah, man. Uh, appreciate y'all, man. Keep rocking. I got something special in store for y'all coming soon too. So just wait on it. Just wait on it. BTSC three sixty five.